The pair you are about to hear are not professionals. Their opinions and beliefs are not that. They are just two idiots that are spitting nonsense. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Welcome to the Spitting Nonsense Podcast. Hi. I'm Jasmine. I'm Zach. What's up, people? What's up? I'm back, still back at home, so... Back home, yeah. doing the thing, you so know So this what I'm is probably the best old sound for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for now, yeah. you know? But how's your week been, Zach? It's been good. I've... Been decompressing from school? <laughs> yeah, decompressing and then playing video games. I haven't played barely any video oh, games, which been, is weird, because I've been, been busy. busy. Yeah. You've been busy with uh, surgery. Surgery yeah. prepping and, and room prepping. Basement yeah, prepping. Yeah, pretty much. Because we're building the basement up so that we can move my whole podcast area downstairs, and it'll be and have a lot super more nice. Room. Yeah. Just, it'll sound better, probably. Better yeah, quality. yeah, it'll definitely sound better. Yeah. But, uh... While we were here, I wanted to uh, read off some of our analytics because I just want to sit here and thank you guys for uh, listening, really. Like, we have had an increase in different countries that have been listening to our podcast, and I just wanted to read it off to you. So, we're at, like, 83% of the United States, like, is what's been listening to us. So, we have 9% Italian viewers 3% 3% Irish viewers, and then everything else is under 1%, so it's only been like one or two people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, United States, Italy, Ireland, Canada, Switzerland, Pakistan, Philippines, Germany, Spain, Slovenia, and Sweden. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. It's not, uh, we don't, we didn't expect people to listen to this stuff very much. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Even, uh, even if it's like not considered a big amount it's still a big amount to us yeah 100 percent of you guys are ages 23 to 27 so yeah, pretty much around <laughs> like, our age range at yeah 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 pretty much just uh college age you know mm-hmm. starting to get into the job market area struggling uh, a bit 56 percent female 43 percent male okay yeah cool yeah, that adds up to 99 uh, percent. i don't know what happened to the one percent but uh whatever <laughs> 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 forget y'all no i'm playing they got uh they turned to dust like well no they have like an option for non-binary and then not specified but neither one of them say both of them say zero percent but the female and the male only add up to 99 yeah so, the, so that last one percent got dusted like they did in Infinity <laughs> <laughs> war <laughs> thanos snapped yeah and thanos snapped. yeah but uh thank you guys really for uh yeah just listening I just wanted to take some time out of the day to uh, tell you guys about that. But, uh, yeah, week's been fun. Just been grinding in game again. I yeah, don't I'm expect to go. Slightly it, high on hydrocodone right now. <laughs> you, you, I got my wisdom teeth removed, so yeah. if you hear me lisping at all, I've got sutures in my mouth, so that's well, yeah, but like the day after you had gauze and you were so high. <laughs> yeah, dude. I felt like a sloth in the sun. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's like the best way to describe exactly how I felt. There. Just uh, baking, right, right. Like, and uh, I had like uh, some of some weed brownies, you know, mm-hmm. that I well, because I there's there's no smoking, but like uh, had weed brownies, smashed them up into uh, some milk, 
and then ate him. And I don't think I've ever been more dumb in my entire life. Well, like I, I went heroin mode, dude. Like I had my <laughs> my phone in my hand, and then I kept dropping my phone, and my head kept falling down like this. Like that's why I couldn't hang out with you yesterday. Like I was like, I don't even think it's a good idea for me to hang out with you because I went to bed last night. I was in bed by ten, passed out by ten thirty. Yeah. Like so, like someone that's like over fifty years old. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> how it feels. Except I'm twenty six. Uh-huh. <laughs> so you just doubled your age by eating a brownie. Yeah, pretty uh, much. That's uh, exactly how I felt. Like uh, I was just like, I'm dying. I'm empty. Well, and I, then could, just, I could see it in the text that you were having trouble typing. <laughs> I was having trouble typing. I yeah. was like, um, don't drink and drive, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's just a that's just common sense right now you would think that it was common sense but i've gotten to the car like twice with the drunk driver i'll never do it again it's you know it's I mean? it but, should be common sense when it's really not like yeah. in in this day and age not a lot of people know other than that uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah why don't we get started on this week's uh oh we got a know, we got a doozy of stuff we got a bunch of weird shit yeah uh and also uh, hopefully, if you are listening on this before, if we have released this before Christmas or not, um, we but, should. We yeah. should. It should be up by uh, later on tonight. The the yeah. our Mandalorian season two episode might come up tomorrow. It's gonna though. be spoiler uh, spoiler stuff when we talk. It'll about... say spoilers in the title, so like yeah, you will literally know like will that not. it is a spoiler. It's going to be separate from this episode. You guys will. Yeah. And it'll be shorter. Yeah, it'll so we're, it'll we're, be shorter, like 30, 45 and minutes. And that's so. just like one tidbit of the stuff that we have planned. So. Yeah, yeah. We have quite a little uh, group of mini shows for yeah. you guys coming up. And one new one. Yeah, I and hope. a couple of, couple of interviews on the docket, too. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, but into the news. Starting off with this big bang right here. <laughs> <laughs> so every year, the United States government adds movies to the National Film Registry. And what what are the, they they choose twenty five films a year. It these films are uh, impactful. Like they they really did something in that no other film has. Quote or, unquote, they have been deemed culturally, historically, or aesthetically significant. significant. Yes. Yeah. So um, one of the films that was actually added was uh, Shrek. Shrek, no less. <laughs> Shrek has been a uh, staple in American culture. Like everybody knows Shrek, you American know I mean? and internet culture. Like it's it's just well, the internet's what did it. You know what I mean? It's it's literally literally Shrek has become like Shrek of, is still in the Shrek is in the same list as Citizen Kane, Casablanca, Gone with the Wind, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, Singing in the Rain, and then there's Shrek. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, they added The Dark Knight. Uh, yeah. This okay. So these are the films they added. I have the whole list. I'm gonna only read for up. this year. Yeah, I have. I well, just read them. Okay, well, okay, so we have uh, a movie called Suspense from 1913, uh, Kid Auto Races in Venice. These are, like, old movies. Bread, the, <laughs> the Battle of the Century, With Car and Camera Around the World, Cabin in the Sky, Outrage, uh, A Man with the Golden Arm, Lilies in the Field, A Clockwork Orange, which, mm. yeah, that's that's one that's really good. Sweet Sweetback's Badass Song <laughs> with five S's. Five S's. <laughs> yeah, Wax Stacks. Uh, Grease, uh, the Blues Brothers, Losing Ground Illusions, uh, the Joy Luck Club, let's see, The Devil Never Sleeps, Bueno Vista Social Club, The Ground, and I'm pretty sure The Ground actually might be a series, because it says it's from 1993 to 2001. And then, of course, you have Shrek, uh, Mo- <sighs> Mona Key, Temple of Under Siege, The Hurt Locker, Dark Knight, and Freedom Riders. 
Okay. Yeah. All of those are pretty decent movies. You the know? the ones that I started off with, they're like from 1913 up to like 19. That's probably why I don't recognize. Yeah, them, exactly. So. Because they're so much, such old movies. But I can see like the one that says "caught with car and camera around the world." I'm pretty sure that means it was like one of the first films that ever had a film attached or a camera attached to a car. Right. Yeah. So I can yeah. see how that's impactful. Yeah, yeah, so it was just like, I, I thought it was a meme, but it really wasn't that they added Shrek to this list, but if you think about it, it really is uh, culturally impactful. Oh, so. yeah, I do you know how much stuff I have seen that pretty much has like an imitation of Shrek, or at least has something Imitation that, Shrek. Well, and not even just imitation, but has like a reference to him. Like, you see Shrek referenced in movies or TV shows as well. Um, and then, uh, you just have animations of him being morphed online. Uh, one very significant. Yeah. <laughs> Shrek is love. Shrek, Shrek is, is life. Yeah. Shrek is love. Yeah. That one really skyrocketed him as a whole. And now he's like a God tier meme. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I can see how he's significant. Yeah. Yeah. But, um. You know, to change the subject, but not change the subject. We're you know? still on movies. We're still on movies yeah. here, guys. And uh, some important, industry. yeah, some important films that come from the industry yeah. come from MGM. Yeah, MGM. MGM wants to sell its entire movie studio. Yay! <laughs> uh, yeah, this isn't the first time that they've ever gone like bankrupt, bankrupt. Because in like two thousand eight, two thousand nine, at the recession, they uh, almost lost the company, but they were willing to hang on for another decade. You know, yeah. um, it makes sense why they want to do this. I just hope that they don't sell it to Disney. Now, if <laughs> you don't know who MGM is, I guarantee you do. MGM Studios is this every it's every time you watched a film in the nineties, or either you were kid or something like that you would see the the lion pop up and roar that's mgm they have been around metro goldwyn meyer yeah Studios. they have been yeah. around forever they own the hobbit and lord of the rings movies they own all the james bond movies they own wizard of oz pink panther yeah. handmaid's tale stargate uh, sg1 creed all the rocky the rocky all the, series the rocky series yeah, yeah. like there's a lot like, of stuff they, that they, they own. own a lot of stuff chris they yeah. made a lot of stuff as well christmas story 2001 space odyssey nanny mcphee uh i'm just reading nanny off nanny mcphee i'm just you know, I still never seen nanny mcphee really they yeah. made a second one did, did you they? know yeah they made a second one is that the bitch with the teeth yeah oh okay yeah, yeah. And i, I teeth, didn't watch teeth that her teeth made me uncomfortable yeah uh but they also own halloween poltergeist child's play stuff like that like they own classic a, horrors i know yeah. they own a lot of stuff and they want to sell it like yeah. so that's up for grabs and anybody can like i know a lot of studios are just anybody go you say anybody like we I'm just not. got a hundred billion dollars like. sorry <laughs> i mean anybody can any, grab MGM anybody in a hundred dollars <laughs> anybody in the industry of hollywood that is a uh, company that deals with production or uh production of uh movies they will want to grab this stuff because it's so like significant it's very significant movies and stuff like that yeah yeah most definitely but that was a cool little piece of information that i like dug up i was like holy shit that's big news right yeah. there i'm just hoping whoever grabs it doesn't fuck up like or try to re uh make or reboot everything yeah yeah because as yeah try to reboot the lord of the rings series <laughs> or not yeah. like it doesn't need to be rebooted no it still holds up today that's what i mean like that would make me deeply upset mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. 
but uh, moving on, new piece of news. Moving uh, on to something that doesn't make you deeply upset. Right, right, right. Uh, Zack Snyder reveals the Justice League release date, which uh, it 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 only it's not the specific date. It does include the month, though. Okay. Uh, but uh, and promises to wipe Joss Whedon's version out of existence. So uh, I didn't realize that there was a meme culture going around calling Justice League Joss Whedon's Justice League the Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> and that 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 little tidbit just made me laugh really hard once i found that out i was like that's hilarious the justice the joss whedon version of justice league is the justice league but um yeah anyway um zack snyder's justice league is arriving to hbo max as a miniseries in march so we only have to wait like uh three more months you well, know and it'll yeah, be here and it's gonna be four episodes hour long and at the end they're gonna all put them all together Yep. So. Uh, Snyder's teased Martian Manhunter's appearance in the Snyder yeah. Cut and has released a slightly extended trailer with new footage included. If so. it, if you want to really know, Martian Manhunter is probably my favorite Justice League member. Yeah, and it's just because of how I like I like weird stuff. I really like like the most obscure stuff you can make, and he's a character like how I like King the Conqueror. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's really he's obscure. He's a very obscure character that you just wouldn't see on an like live action stuff. Yeah, or yeah, anything like just that. things that you never thought that you'd see on the big screen, but uh, now we're finally getting yeah. an opportunity to. Oh yeah, Martian Manhunter is green from mars can shapeshift can turn himself uh invisible can make himself transparent and go through walls uh just very very powerful very powerful being and he goes by the name john johns so (laughs) (laughs) interesting yeah john johns yeah but that'd be cool Uh, but yeah so march can't wait you know very excited the justice league sounds like uh i'm trying to think justice yeah justice Like the crimson chin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Justice. Uh, man. Yeah, but uh, speak- well, yeah. While we're still talking about HBO Max, uh, the DC Universe deactivates its TV app on Roku because Roku made a deal with HBO finally. Max. Finally, <sighs> if I had a if I had a soundboard, I'd press like the the hands clapping. Uh! <laughs> <laughs> no 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 but uh hbo max arrived on roku last week and we covered that and uh signaled the end of the dc universe app like i used to subscribe to the dc universe app so that i could watch all yeah i was like i remember seeing it it had all the dc stuff and then hbo comes i'm like you probably remember me watching on yeah no i remember you getting into like the animated shows and movies animated movies and stuff yeah we we watched like all of the animated dc movies that they even offered like and well in the in the newest series which (laughs) is the uh one that folded into the Justice League Dark series, yeah, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? And uh, while we're here talking about Justice League Dark, oh, um, yeah. yeah, obviously the DC Universe is doing a lot of big things, and one of those things is to bring up their Justice League Dark series, which oh. is rated R Justice yeah. League. By the way, so the thing about the launch of the DC Universe deactivates, it says it's supposed to pivot, it's have its initial launch... Uh, January, blah, 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 blah. Uh, they might yeah. be talking about something different here. It's, it's pivoting its initial launch on uh, January 21st, which is when uh, uh, they're getting rid of the DC Universe and putting the DC Universe stuff on HBO Max. Oh, uh, okay. See, that's what they were talking that. about. Yeah. yeah. So January 21st. Sorry Usually about that, just me not reading in the stuff, but that's okay. Yeah. yeah. 
it's okay. Yeah, but uh, anyway, the the yeah yeah the DCEU is getting started off with their Justice League Dark by kicking off Constantine Two with Keanu Reeves. Yeah, so that is exciting because he was my favorite uh, like iteration of Constantine that I've ever had, like including the almost like the animated ones too. I like like. I liked the, I can't remember his act, the actor's name, but his first name was Matt. It was during the Constantine live-action show. And that's because because I liked it, how faithful it was to the comics. But I do enjoy yeah. Const- uh, Keanu Constantine yeah. because of how... Uh, I like the, the premise that they're going to do Justice League Dark, which is rated R on all of the movies that's fine yeah like, no, they should they're do gonna that. be bloody they're gonna be gory they're gonna be dark which is exactly what dark comics wants to fucking well, do you know what i mean dark the dark horse comics is what justice league dark is a part of i'm pretty sure yeah um and justice league dark follows like very supernatural based uh people well it's, not really well, in in the in the movie series that actually started with the flashpoint paradox yeah like uh which completely like boasted them off into like this um alternate timeline no oh, i know almost so like well not almost they did they did a parallel universe with different significant changes yeah like, and when, so when you watch uh justice league dark apocalypse war i don't know if i ever watched that with you no you watched it on your own i did not watch it i was on my list, i just watched I it with tommy the other day yeah yeah he came over and uh him and his wife we watched uh is it on hpl max no we rented it mm. yeah because i'm i will wait to... then it's it's good it came out earlier this year i know i will wait uh but uh i just lost my train of thought what was i talking about oh justice league dark so like you have characters that have supernatural abilities and they're not really heroes they're more like and i want to say anti-villains either just like neutral characters that are just kind of like not they don't mean to fight for good but they're they're like just like brought into it and just made to do it suicide squad yeah pretty much in the sense <laughs> yeah just a better just a a better version of them written or well not written well hopefully written better <laughs> <laughs> hopefully written. yeah than the movie. <clears throat> knock on wood yeah well i have hope for the second one so yeah yeah no me too yeah but uh no that's cool to know keanu reeves coming back as uh keanu teen uh uh, Keanu uh, Constantine. Keanu Teen. Yeah, Constantine Reeves. <laughs> Constantine Reeves. I like that. Yeah. This um, is my son, Constantine Reeves. <laughs> yeah. I wonder who. I he hopefully. Said, I could see all the darkness in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, okay, so okay, to just get this kid out of the room. You know. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't say who will work on it or whatnot. Um, because it was just announced. Yeah, it was um, just announced. So. Uh, we shall see. Maybe they'll bring back the original director. Uh, maybe they'll bring back some of the other characters. I wonder if they'll bring back, uh, Peter Stormare. Peter Stormare. I know that name. He played the devil. Yeah, he did an amazing, amazing Satan. Amazing Satan. At least I think his first name is Peter. His last name is definitely He's played a lot of roles that deal with, like, devil or some kind of god in some sense. Most definitely. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. But moving on from DC, we got Marvel news. Um, And starting it off, uh, Deadpool 3 gives uh, X-23 extras hope for MCU return. So, X-23... Was the little girl? Yes, was the little girl. She is actually a clone of Logan, who, a.k.a. Wolverine, in the comics. And in Logan, the movie, they had her basically be a clone like it was uh i can't remember exactly it's been a while since i've watched logan but i'm pretty sure they just took his dna and cloned her from that right um and just so she's technically 
just a female version of Logan. Um, so, yeah, uh, but <clears throat> uh, Daph- uh, Daphne Keene, who played X-23 in Logan, says Deadpool 3's confirmation makes her hopeful for other R-rated movies in the X-Men universe uh, at Disney. So, well, because since Disney owns all of Fox now, everything, yeah, pretty they much They just everything. own the world. Uh, they're working on it. Yeah. Yeah. MGM, here we yeah. come. <laughs> oh, no. <clears throat> um, but yeah, uh, Keen is currently starring as Ly- Lyra in His Dark Materials. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, uh, burst on the scene as 12-year-old uh, after holding her own alongside Hugh Jackman's and Wolverine. Um this uh, is due to the assumption Disney wouldn't uh, be keen on investing in R-rated superhero movies uh, because Disney is family-friendly and stuff like that. But I know they've made like very dark stuff. Like yeah. I've seen some of the stuff they made. Plus, if you go back far enough to the 1960s, they made some questionable stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, a lot of companies. Yeah. So. Uh, even but, but not the 1960s before the 1960s. More, more before the 1960s, like the, but the it, 30s, like, 40s, and 50s. Yeah, right? but then you can't forget about Song of the South, though. You can't. Uh, <laughs> Steamboat Willie, here we come. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so they're just uh, it's just talking about it. She has hope, hopefully, that they'll bring her into the mix uh, right. for just like another like sequel. Well, not a sequel, but a predecessor to Logan or something like that, and make it R-rated like Logan was, which would be cool. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, so uh, I I mean I I'm excited. Deadpool three is getting rewritten. Uh, it's being made by the people who by wrote... Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, like well, he ha- he has creative rights. He has creative rights, and then he also the writers of Bob's Burgers. Uh, both are working on it. Bob's Burgers is very witty for their comedic and making it's it's. I wouldn't say it's dry, but it's more. It is dry. It's a little dry, but like, yeah. if I feel like I, I give them faith in this. I'm not saying I dislike Bob's Burgers. I'm just saying the humor is definitely dry. It is. Like, yeah, but uh, you could say the same thing. Deadpool is just very out there, out there humor. Side note: I know we moved past DC, but I wanted to include, and I forgot to include up there that uh, HBO Max has signed a deal, and uh, Batman the animated series and Batman Beyond, oh yeah, are both being added to HBO Max. Good, yeah. Both I just I just wanted to add that, throw that little listen... tidbit in there because I'm definitely gonna watch uh, Batman Beyond. I want to listen to Kevin Costner's beautiful voice again. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, but uh, we're <laughs> moving on away from the superhero stuff yeah, and into the, the stuff to uh, the action action pack stuff. A little bit weird. So last week we covered. Uh, Tom, well, Zach actually found I, it. I covered Tom Cruise's yeah. blowout at the crew for not following COVID rules during filming. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it's pretty much representational of Christian Bale back when he did Terminator Salvation. Yeah. Um, I get why he's so uh, concerned about it. Right. But the mass thing. Following into that. Following into that, the Mission Impossible 7 crew members who quit after Tom Cruise's rant were offered jobs by porn company. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so last week, uh, audio of Tom Cruise sounding off on the Mission 7 Impossible crew members for breaking COVID-19 safety protocols went viral with a second incident reportedly taking place just a few days later. I did not know about this. Yeah. Allegedly prompting five of the film's crew to quit the production. While it's also been reported that the production on the action film is temporarily shut down and Cruise is taking an early holiday break, the departing crew has a job offer from a porn company. Oh, God. According to Cinema Blend, adult entertainment camming site StripChat is extending employment to the crew members who left the... uh, mi7 production so uh that is definitely right in time for christmas you know what i mean like it says according to strip chat 
Vice President Max Bennett, the site is planning a series following the lives of camp girls next year and feel that the former Mission Impossible crew would be a valuable asset. Quotation marks, a valuable asset. Well, yeah, they would be a valuable asset because they're used to working on professional films. And then when you actually transfer over to porn, like the cinematography from... Follows you. Yeah, Yeah. it follows you. Like in your ideas and your ways of working. I just think it's funny. They're making a series of... of Series a series about f- cam girls. <laughs> about cam girls. Yeah. So we get we get uh, a reality. Only, it, right. Only it's fans. a reality. It, yeah. It's a reality TV show about cam girls. Only fans. Pretty much. Yeah. Only fans. <laughs> girls. Um, Dang. Um. But yeah. Uh, so that was a little piece of uh, added news to what we covered last see, week. See, when when I read it, I I thought it was going to either be oh okay, so they're going to do camera work, or are they going to join the porn industry? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, man, you got a big Johnson. <laughs> Come here. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. But uh, I don't know how to transition into this next There one. is no transition for coming to America. So yeah. speaking of porn, coming. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I found this. Actually, I'm pretty sure it was just re- like the trailer for Coming to America, which is a sequel to Coming to America, except in this one, they spelled Coming to America with the number two. Um, there's a teaser trailer for it, uh, which stars uh, Eddie Murphy as coming back as Akeem uh, to search for his heir in the first teaser trailer of Coming to America. Um the trailer takes fans back to Zumata as James Earl Jones' voice fills James us. James yeah, Earl literally Jones. he's in the first frame of the of the film. Yeah, yeah, and he's sitting on a chair. He looks so old and decrepit. Yeah, and Arsenio Hall's coming back. Uh-huh. You know, uh, yeah. Tracy Morgan, a Wesley Snipes. Oh yeah, you know, like... Wesley Snipes' character in the film was fucking crazy when I saw him on the trailer. I know you haven't seen the trailer, but this trailer yeah. it, it pretty much represents what an Eddie Murphy film is. Uh, pretty much where he... Adventures of Pluto and Ash? Oh my god, no. Let's not bring that up. (laughs) That's not a good representation. Um, It represents pretty... What's that one? Norbit. Norbit. (laughs) What about that one? Is that a good representation? That's a good representation because it's Eddie Murphy playing multiple characters. Yeah, like the Nutty Professor? The Nutty Professor is also a good representation. Jesus Christ. But yeah, he comes back and plays multiple characters. Uh, and I can't remember the other uh, uh, King Yaffe Yaffe's house failing blood of a Arsenio Hall. Yeah. Yeah, Arsenio Hall. Yeah, Arsenio Hall was also be playing some other characters as well. Yep. So he was uh, in the original one too. Yes, so. he was. He was basically his uh, sidekick. It's sidekick, but it, it's a better name. I tr- trying to wingman. Th- no, it, <laughs> because he's an he's an uh, an heir. He's royalty, so he has to have a. Savant? No, that's not what it is. There's a better word for it. And a pretty, squire? Squire. I mean, that's kind of what it is, pretty much. Yeah. There, there's just a more technical term. I know that there's some sort of... His liege, his hand, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, pretty so. much it's that character, but like his best... His right-hand man or something like that. Yeah. But yeah, so it was just a tidbit that I found. Um, yeah. I watched the trailer. You guys should go check out the trailer. We'll have the links in our Discord, always. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, Coming to America released a poster ahead of the teaser trailer debut, which featured Eddie Murphy in a taxi during his return to America. A set of photos for Coming to America have been reintroduced Eddie Murphy and the film's cast. Um, like you said, all-star ensemble cap, Leslie Jones, Chasey Morgan, uh, Sherry Headley, Tiana Taylor, and Wesley Snipes. But, yeah. So, cool. Solid. Yeah. Solid. Yeah. And it's also coming on Amazon Prime. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. 
That's something I didn't know, actually. Yeah. But uh, moving on, uh, keeping up tracks with uh, Monster Hunter, which is now available to watch in the theaters. Um, it's following really well, according to everybody who's been reporting in on yeah. it. It follows very closely to the video Good. games, and they do an, a phenomenal job. See, that's what I was worried about when we started talking about it. I'm like, it's going to be cool. The monster See, that's fights what I was worried about, because like the I told you like er, like earlier, I was like, normally video game adaptations are really good about like visually stunning stuff but the story, but the story lacks and they don't but in, they, they don't have professionals in, there who know about the video game they just take the general idea and just kind of change it in to, the recent recent year or so they've released some good ones like detective pikachu was a good one uh one. sonic the hedgehog is I also really a great enjoyed one. both of those. yeah so like they're really and then they're working on the uncharted one which is going to come out as well and i feel i feel like that's going to give give some hope um and then, apparently, if Monster Hunter is giving these good reviews, which is great, uh, that's what I was skeptical about when we started talking I mean, talking besides about. China. China hates Monster Hunter because well, yeah, they're but racist. They, but. <laughs> <laughs> they just made one mistake. I know. It was a mistake, and we discussed that, like, mm. what, two weeks ago now? Mm, yeah. We just like to keep tabs on the stuff that we keep talking about. But, yeah, so. it's just, it's good to see that, like, finally we're getting to a point where, uh, I think it's because we're getting directors, young directors or something, that grew up in video game culture and stuff like that well yeah yeah instead of directors who are older and grew up watching films or tv or listen to radio or went outside and played with sticks or <laughs> <laughs> tried to contact the aliens uh, <laughs> but uh, um but yeah that's yeah good like that that was just like a little tidbit that i wanted to add in there that monster hunter is doing really well and i'm actually really excited to see it, it says now the, that i've yeah, the attention to detail is everywhere in the movie. Like, they paid really close attention to, like, yeah. details on monsters, details on uh, the scenario, the scenes, the scenery, the environment as a whole in Monster Hunter World and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah it says after Mila Jokovic's uh, Captain Artemis and her Army Ranger squad are sucked through a mysterious storm into Monster Hunter World. <laughs> and they wrote, I'm sorry. <laughs> but that's how it starts. And you know what I mean? Like, that's how it starts. So every moment of the film feels primed to reward fans. All the set dressing, clothing, armor, weapons, and hairstyles are ripped from the game. Good. Except for maybe Ron Perlman's so bad, it's bad wig. I want to see it now. I, <laughs> I know. I know. It. I'm excited about this wig. Uh, the monsters themselves are peak CG spectacle, especially the iconic Rathalos, uh, the series mascot who gets the final showdown. Well, yeah, but here's the thing. They did show it to Kojima. I'm, I don't think it was Kojima, but they showed it to the people who literally the creator of Monster Hunter, and they approved on it. They said, this is great. We love what you're doing here yeah yeah, yeah. so i mean if, if you get the creator's uh, approval on that then i will get a, i'm gonna enjoy it i was just skeptical about the story and knowing now that the story is actually doing pretty well yeah a bunch of people are saying that it really um that's aligned it gets me so. more hyped for the film yeah yeah but, but uh moving on from that to another tv show that i don't think we've even talked about on this show. we haven't talked about it for a bit we i think we discussed about it in like the very beginning and slightly through oh yeah we just we said oh yeah the second season came out yeah that talk. we did mention it but his dark materials just got greenlit for a third season focusing on the amber spyglass and which the, is the third and final book in the third and final season yes so uh the final episode premieres for the second season on the 28th and uh 
Today's the 23rd. Yeah. So, yeah. In five days from now. We're going to do probably a spoilers on we're gonna that. Do, yeah, we're going to do a like mini spoiler we, episode. Uh, I think we didn't do a spoiler on this first We didn't do a spoiler on the first one because it came out like way before yeah, we... Like uh, a year ago. Yeah, like we started on the, the podcast. Yeah. But um, we're, do- we're totally going to start up with a season two spoiler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you I guys should definitely... Me either. Me either. Yeah. I've been waiting because so, you know me. I'm a binge watcher. I waited until the last... Like right before the last episode, Amando came out and then I started it. And I binged all Amando in like two days. And I was like, well, shit. I was supposed to time this out right. And I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> so that's usually why I just wait until everything's out. And- true, 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 true. Yeah, um, you know, if you guys have never heard of His Dark Materials, it's, uh, like, if you guys have ever seen The Golden Compass from 2004. The Golden Compass. Yeah, like, from, or, I'm just saying scene, because, like, that Nicole Kidman movie fucking sucked, first of all. It sucks, but it was very, it was very, it was heavily marketed. Yeah, yeah, like... Uh, you probably have heard of uh, the Golden Compass because, like, if you're from the Bible Belt, like we are, like a bunch of people's parents didn't let them like uh, read the books because they're like anti-God or whatever. They're very anti-God. Yeah, yeah, they're like they they kill God in the series and whatnot. And it, it's 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 very stab at Christian, not even it's, Christianity. It, it's a stab at religion. Yeah, it's stab at religion as a whole. Pretty much, but it's like in the form of a child's book. So I understand why parents didn't want their kids. Uh, reading it or watching the movies and that's why it did so bad but hbo's picked it up and they have such a high budget for it they've been doing a good job they've been doing a really good job for it so um yeah the production for the next season is set to begin in cardiff in 2021 cool so that's excited yep that's excited yeah yeah uh but moving on we got uh uh Talking back to uh, movies that we talked about, video game movies, uh, another video game movie that will be coming out soon is Sonic 2, uh, surprisingly, because uh, you wouldn't expect a video game movie to have a sequel. Uh, so. Well, I would, especially with the way that the the uh, producing company ran uh, Sonic. Well, yeah, no, no, but you know I'm, I'm talking about, like, it, like, five years ago, would you really think about that? Oh, fuck no. Yeah, exactly. Like, but they released the movie, and then they did the edits to the movie, and then it turned out fucking They amazing. showed, they literally like, showed, like, this is something that companies don't do. They show the progress of the movie, is what they did. And that's where they, they really defined. If they did not show that Sonic thing, the first trailer, and, like, months beforehand, uh-huh. uh, like they did... And then have enough time to fix exactly. it. Exactly, that's like, the thing. A bunch of a bunch of companies don't realize they just, how big and how passionate uh, fans are about some of their favorite series and shows and you know video games. I, so uh, when a company is willing to take an L, quite literally, they took like a hundred million dollar fucking L to go back and uh, redesign the entire character models. That's a good company. Like that means that's a good that fucking company. They care about their fans, and guess what? The fans turned around and showed out for like I went and saw that movie twice. I saw that movie and it's so good. Yeah, <laughs> it was a really good movie. Um, yeah, but like, so Sonic Two is coming out and it's talking about the leaks of uh, Knuckles' role in the sequel. Reportedly, yep. has been leaked. Production begins um, in May twenty twenty one. Yeah, I yeah. know. It's, it's getting there. Uh, while details are scarce, it seems part uh, will be more than just a cameo. Furthermore, he will have the ability to glide and climb walls like he does in the video games, which is cool. Uh, the only thing, I want them to do the knuckles right because it's just in his name. Yeah. Um, don't... <sighs> 
Make him look like his OG character from like the old 3D model games like they did with Sonic. Don't make him look like the Sonic Boom Reddition where he's a hulking dumbass. Like literally, if you type in Sonic Boom, it's it's this series that they made and a video game that's so buggy it's bad. And they they redesigned the characters entirely and just changed how they look and they all look stupid. Um, but yeah, uh, the studio is also looking to cast a supporting role character named Randall who will only interact with the human characters in the film and an A-list star will make a quick cameo. Big names such as Samuel L. Jackson and Chris Rock have been thrown around. <laughs> yeah, it was my Motherfucker! <laughs> that's, a, that's exactly what I wanted. Uh-huh. So for uh, Samuel L. Jackson to drop an MF yeah. right in the middle of Sonic... Yep, uh, Jeff Sam. Fowler, who uh, directed the first movie, is coming back, and the writers Pat Casey and Josh Miller will also return. Yeah, yeah. that's also exciting. Yeah. Like, cause they they did it right the first time. Why not do it again? I yeah. know exactly. So they they did a good job. They picked the right cast, especially Jim Carrey for Eggman. That was a surprising <laughs> one, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's the Eggman we deserved. <laughs> oh man, but uh. Moving on to more adaptation of, uh, this time the opposite way, adapting movies into video games. Uh, Christopher Nolan wants to get into that. Um, Christopher Nolan is interested in the idea of creating video game adaptations of his popular films, like uh, Inception, Tenet, uh, possibly, but we'll, we'll see in... Interstellar. Interstellar, big one as well. That would be fucking crazy. I know. What kind of game? <laughs> that makes me dizzy. I don't want to think about that. Uh, Nolan has been a trailblazer in the industry and released numerous films to commercial and critical acclaim. His distinct visual and structural style has garnered him a dedicated fan base. Um, and it sounds like that style could make the jump to another popular medium. While his work has always stood firmly in film, it sounds like Nolan could potentially bring his distinct style into the world of video games as well. Uh, Nolan has discussed... The possibility of his films being adapted. It's definitely something I'm interested in, he says. It's an amazing world of building technique. Nolan has expressed great respect for the art and process of making games, saying that if any of his work were adapted, it would have to be done right. Yeah. Yeah. And Fair I, enough. I agree with that. If you're going to adapt a movie into a video game, which there is adaption, adaptations of video games, or, well, not adapt- adaptations of movies into video games, like right when they come out, or mm-hmm. like a few months when they come out or stuff, and they don't turn out that great. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, you just have to find the right company that would do it. I know one company, which we will talk about later uh, uh, down, because there's another article that talks about them. Uh, is Remedy, and I already talked about like Control, Quantum Break, the Alan Wake series. They make some really good cinematography-based games, and I feel like those would work well with Christopher Nolan's uh, style. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, but that was just a tidbit about a director who really wants to get into the video game industry. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And on that note, we're going to take our break for the episode i was gonna say the day but like i don't we aren't taking a break for the day because it's night but besides the point guys don't listen to me we'll be right back yes we will pump the fucking brakes yes and welcome back guys hi 
Oh, here we are. Yeah, we're back again. Uh, yeah, but this time we're gonna go with video games. Yeah, we're into video games, and I'm talking about a video game that not not everyone likes. And too bad, I don't care. Too bad uh, he doesn't care. He's gonna tell us all about Fallout 76 holiday updates, yeah, people. Yeah, because I it it has a lot of uh, stuff. So just recently, uh, not too long ago, they released the big update, Steel of Dawn, which brings Brotherhood into the game. Um, which they released a week early. Cool. Um, but How? now we're in season three of the game, which has an entirely new board, and it's called the Scrap of Avalon. And that followed. This started a week ago. I forgot to cover it on the last podcast, so we're doing it now. Um, it follows into just a bunch of uh, stuff, but it follows a time traveler, and then you get like some of the cool things that a like a time traveler will use and stuff, and some cool rewards and whatnot. And that will last from. Uh, let's see. Some of the, um, some of the stuff you get are new allies. You get some, uh, backpack flares, which is a new cool thing you can add to backpacks. Uh, perk coins, bubblegum, uh, speed bag, stuff like that. Um, oh, you got also get a new vending machine, which looks really cool. Um, but yeah, these are just stuff. And then they also have, uh, a new thing. Uh, the holiday event just started um, not too long ago, and it's basically where Scorched, which are basically like red zombie infected people throughout the game. Some of them will turn into uh, holiday-themed versions with um, uh, Santa Claus outfits or a winter outfit or a, a winter padded suit or something like that. And they uh, have jingle bells ringing. Um, <laughs> They have jingle bells ringing uh, from them, so you can hear where they are. And if you shoot them, you get gifts, and then the gifts give you a bunch of new uh, little things you can add to your camp or new outfits and stuff like that. And that runs to January 4th, if I believe. Uh, the other thing they have going on now from December 22nd uh, so and to December 29th, uh, is at the purveyor who uh, gives you legendary items there's a mystery chest that you can pay for 60 legendary script which is 40 off from what you get if you buy something like uh, a ranged weapon a melee weapon or a costume you can get something that they randomly pick i got a really good gun from it um and i'm glad that i did it um but yeah that's going on till december 29th and then they've uh Bethesda did release the roadmap for the next year. Well, not the roadmap, but the beginning stuff. So I'm going to talk about a few things there, such as the next update, which is the quality of life update is pretty much what they're calling it. Um, and for this, they are really going to uh, change up a few things that happens with the uh, system of Fallout. Such as, uh, like, the UI system on the Pip-Boy is going to get a few new uh, traits. They're changing up, let's see, year two in review. Is this it? I just had it pulled up, I swear. I'm not doing a good job right now, but that's okay. Anyways, they're just at, They're going to be doing a few new things. They have a bunch of stuff. Foshnacht, which is a big event, is coming back. Um... Uh, yeah, they're just trying to update the game, make it better as possible, which they are doing a, a well job after all the flack they got from the first year, which I never played. So, yeah, but that's all the updates that I have for this game. So, what are you showing me? Ooh, okay. Uh, breaking news. Uh, Jasmine has showed me Mad Max uh, Furiosa prequel gets a 2023 release date. 
Yeah, that's pretty exciting, because we were just out there talking about Mad Max Fury Road and how HBO Max is dropping it on their platform on the 1st. So to start the new year out, you can watch Mad Max Fury Road, but I guess you'll have to watch it because <laughs> uh, they're doing a prequel. Yeah, I knew about the prequel, but I just didn't know about the release date. By the way, I found the quality of life update patch notes so stash increase so you at your camp you get a stash that's like over 800 pounds now they're increasing it to 1200 pounds so it gives you more stuff i have packed my stash so it is completely full and i have to continually change uh the stack weight so on your items in your inventory it will show if there's things stacked it won't show their individual weight it'll show their weight as a whole and how much it's taking up so it makes it easier for you to figure out what is taking up the most space uh, Pip Boy updates, like I said, they're adding uh, three the new. The Dragon Bones. <laughs> the Dragon Bones from Skyrim. <laughs> Those took up so much space. I know, dude. Like, yeah. you can only, like, hoe Lydia around so much and, like, make her carry all of them. Uh huh. Um, yeah, no, that. <sighs> I'm just... sorry, it was funny. No. You said how much space they take up, but it just reminded Bethesda, me. Of... It makes it make, has a way of making you manage your space really well by making things fucking heavy. Yeah. And it just takes, yeah, so. But uh, back into this, uh, the tabs, the, the three new tabs go into your Pip-Boy, which is like your personal computer that everyone gets, and it's like your menu system. Um, uh, the new tab, which will keep track of all new items that you get during your play session. Uh, the armor tab, which splits off from the apparel tab. So you will have a closed apparel tab, which is your outfits, and then you'll have your armor tab. Uh, and then food and drinks, which is... In food and drinks was a part of aid, but they're splitting aid now into food and drinks and chems. So, another thing that was, just, and then men, vending machine map previews, uh, tooltip that appears when you're previewing another player's vending machine on a map will now show you uh, the numbers one, two, and three star legendary weapons and armor that they are selling. So that if you want to go and find legendary items, then you can. Uh, it just makes it easier. So just a few updates, and then all the other stuff I talked about. But yeah. That's all I have for that. Um, but speaking of uh, Fallout, which is now bought by Microsoft, um, there's a Microsoft Flight Simulator is getting a VR, and it's now live. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I've, I've never had a VR system. Oh, I don't either. Like, uh, the closest thing that I've ever had to that is, like, an enclosed VR system, like, but it was all within the machine itself, if you understand what I mean. Like, it was a VR video game, and, like, you could attach, like, these, like, pads to your hands and your yeah. feet, like, and it was like a karate game. So they'd come at you, like, when, when you put the when you put the headset on, and, like, they'd be, oh, they'd be over there, so you punch over there, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or you'd kick over there, and, like, that kind of thing, but I've never actually played, like, a full-on vil- Well, then, I, I take that back, because I went over to my friend Chuck's house, and, like, Chuck let me drive a school bus in VR. <laughs> And I was like, cool. <laughs> I, I, it was like the never-ending school bus. Okay. Like, like the road just kept going. Oh, like okay. I went off-roading too. Like, <laughs> hit the hit the bump strips on the side. I yeah. was like, what the hell is this? I game? have not played VR. Bus driver simulator. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator, which came out, I think last year or earlier this year. I just know there's a lot of memes of it. I know at one point Brazil kind of glitched out and turned into a gaping hole that you could fly into. Yeah, uh, which is funny. I remember you told me that. Uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator on PC got a free update on Tuesday that enables VR support. So now you can pretty much trick your brain into thinking you're piloting a flight to Tokyo. Our own, um, yeah. 
You're laughing about that. Yeah. Because yeah. I was imagining me as a pilot, like, greeting the entire, like, <laughs> konnichiwa, plane of people. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just, like, yelling into the mic. Oh, man. Deafening them, like, turning the all the way up. Whatever. You get you get as close to the mic as possible. Right. Hello? <laughs> just eating the mic a bit. Right. Um, getting on a plane feels like a million miles away, and yet... I. Here I am soaring over Sydney Opera House. Uh, Sam Loveridge, uh, who is part of this article, uh, who works for the uh, people that made this article, uh, talks about it. Um, Microsoft's Flight Simulator VR supports all open XR complaint headsets, which means your Windows Mixed Reality headset, Valve Index HTC Vive, uh, Vive uh, Oculus Rift, or Oculus Quest with a link cable should work just fine. So yeah, it's got to be a, a lot of uh you um I didn't even know there were that many VR headsets. Yeah, there is. I I, I know of HTC. That's uh, the only the one that I recognize besides the Oculus, which Oculus, is of course, PlayStation. Yeah. yeah. You know. But yeah, the HTC Vive and the Oculus are the only two that I even knew existed. Um there's other updates that they added more than VR support, though admittedly that's just the headlining feature. The sim update two also includes two new training missions designed to help you take off and land with the Airbus. Uh I don't know what that is, but okay. A three twenty Neo. Yeah, something. Um and it just says Airbus, so it just makes me think of the Fortnite bus. <laughs> uh I, I just simulated Fortnite dances for oh you guys. Oh my god. I... Me too. So live, you don't even have to say it, man. Yeah, live weather has been enhanced with me, uh, media blue data to account for snow and ice. And there's now an Airbus uh, A320 Neo landing challenge spotlight event. There's also a slew of fixes and quality of life improvements, which you can see in the full patch notes. And they have a full patch notes link on this article that I will put in the uh, spitting links. Yeah. Right on. Yes. Now moving on to more stuff that uh, <laughs> I have added on. Uh, I think I talked about this last podcast or some time ago. I talked about a game called Control. Um, I got it for free on Xbox Game Pass, um, and then immediately, like the day after, I bought the Ultimate Edition that gave me also the DLCs and stuff for twenty bucks. Um, this game is probably my most. It surprised me. This game surprised me the most out of any other game this year, um, and I love every second of it. So much yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah. Like from what I've gained from the trailer, like that I just got done watching. You know, it looks like a really cool game. I just see that a lot of people were upset that, like, uh, for next-gen consoles, they had to buy the yeah. Ultimate Edition, even if they had the original edition. Yeah, no. Which is, okay, you know, like, most people get that game for free to begin with. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. paying an extra 20 bucks so that you could play it on your new console isn't that bad. For for way better graphics too like i think one of the issues with my xbox is that it's an older xbox so it doesn't run games that well and one thing with this game that i had is that my game my xbox run out of ran out of video memory and i'm thinking what that means is that the graphics were so uh high tuned that it just didn't run my like it couldn't run it for that long because I played this game for hours on end. Because yeah. it's a Metroidvania game, so it means that you go in like like different levels and you collect things and gain more power ups, and then you go back through the other levels and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So main story, side quest, stuff like that. Yeah, 
But uh, the uh, Ultimate Edition gets a release date for new consoles. Uh, it'll get a release date digitally on uh, February 2nd, and then physical copies in stores will hit shelves on March 2nd, if everything is still open. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that'll be released on Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5. will support 60 frames per second performance mode and 30 fam- frames per second graphics mode. The latter will also switch to ray tracing. Swapping between two modes shown in the teaser in the tweet seems to be instant. Um, but that will be up to whatever happens uh, when it comes out. So yeah, I really love this game. Uh, it's all about pretty much a person, uh, a woman named Jesse Faden going to this uh, bureau called the Federal Bureau of Control to find her brother. While she's there, she figures out that something has gone wrong, and uh, she has to take matters into her own hands to fight the unknown presence happening in this bureau yeah and it's got scp vibes and i really like the scp vibes yeah 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 everybody should go check out scp's website oh yeah scp if uh, at some point i want to do a deep dive on scp foundation i would really love to do that we could get john to come in too because john's also really yeah he's very into it yeah (laughs) <laughs> i'm just thinking me and him are just going to be spitting back and forth and you're just going to be sitting here like yeah yeah i'm just chilling yeah. <laughs> um but yeah moving on to big news uh silent hill creator has a new horror game coming in 2023 yeah yeah that sounds exciting there's no name for it or anything yet yeah. um it's just a project idea but that's pretty exciting to hear. It says uh, it will appeal to fans of my previous work. Is so, what the creator says. Uh, yeah, Toyama-san. Yeah, so. Toyama-san. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't. what was the last Silent Hill? I don't even know when the last Silent Hill game came out. The PT? Well, PT wasn't even a game. It was but more it like was. A, but it wasn't at the same time. They it, made like a whole demo for it and everything. Like so, I'd I'd say that that's the most recent game that okay. they released. Okay. So, well, even though the demo was pretty full cool. play <clears throat> game, I think the most recent twenty fifteen twenty maybe maybe before maybe before twenty twelve. Like it, it's it was early. I don't know, but yeah, this is just something I found. Uh, it's I got me excited because I would like to see a Silent Hill game that has high res graphics and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see Pyramid Head vaping. <laughs> and just see the smoke come out. The, yeah, the then him Fortnite dancing in the background. <laughs> Don't. Why are you bringing up <laughs> Fortnite so much? You're the one who brought up Fortnite earlier. I brought it up with the Airbus, and then you started dancing your way through this entire podcast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Moving but on. Moving on to a game that just recently came out and is not doing so well, but apparently is doing well, is Cyberpunk 2077. It's like not doing well, but it's doing like really well. Yeah. That's like the only way to describe this. We got a, we got a few articles about it here, and we're just going to go through We're them. just going to smash them together, really. Yeah. So uh, Cyberpunk 2077 has sold more than 13 million copies. Of course. <laughs> yes, but they've refunded a bunch of them. Yeah, they have, <laughs> yes, but all also they've sold 13 million copies uh that just alone that number is huge um and i get why because this game was super anticipated 
um, for years and years and for years, years and years and years. years, and years. Yeah, yep. and I, I, I and and looking into it now, there's a bunch of stuff coming out about controversies and stuff like that. The management team not being uh, good with how the developers being handled stuff. It like had that. absolutely nothing to do with the uh, developers, and had everything to do with Man- the management. management. It was it was how like, they handled the the marketing, how they handled the developers uh, with their their time and stuff like that. It and just, the people, the fans, yeah, the rabid fans. fucking pieces of shit. Yeah, like why would you send death threats? Like, you know what I mean? Like Before and after the game came Before out. and after the game. Yeah. Yeah. Like... So fucking stupid. Like, uh, you're going to be the reason that we aren't going to get anything cool. Yeah. Like, it, it we just... We don't like you. It just shows... It shows bad... Bad... Uh, it's not... I guess bad sportsmanship. Not even sportsmanship. Just bad uh, feelings. I don't... I don't have a good word for it. Uh, but, yeah. Cyberpunk 277... Uh, an investor report released today by Cyberpunk, uh, not Cyberpunk, CD Projekt Red. It was dis- disclosed that Cyberpunk 2077 has sold more than 13 million copies of the game as of December 20th. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they removed it from the PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 stores. Yep. That is another big thing that did happen. It got removed from Sony, the Sony stores. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah. I mean, I don't know what else to say about that. You know, it's I mean? it's but also there's the refund. A bunch happening. of people are just playing it through the the glitches. I mean, I would like, play it through the, the patches. The patches will be up in a month or two. You yeah, know, what that's I mean? what I'm. Gonna and do. then everybody could play the game that's finally. When, but that's when I'll get the game. That's when they should have uh, postponed the game till. You, you know, you know what I mean. The the release. I was I was reading through a bunch of stuff that they did with Cyberpunk, and it's the way the management team handled That's it. What Apparently, I'm they never ran it on older consoles. They never did. And the reason why, uh, they didn't really give a specific reason, but apparently the management team apparently knew about the issues, but they didn't bring them up and stuff like that. Because uh, they didn't want to push the game back. Exactly, they didn't want to push the game back anymore. Even though they should have just pushed the game back. They wanted to meet the, Another the, six ne- months. They wanted to meet the next-gen console timeline. They wanted to meet the release date for those. Yeah, yeah, well, they met it and then uh, had a broken game. They so. fucked up. And it, it, now, keep in mind, it wasn't so broken on PC, Xbox One, no, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and PlayStation 5. It wasn't as broken. As broken, but it was still broken. Yeah. The only game, apparent <laughs> Stadia, apparently, it runs pretty well on for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. Um bizarre but uh on top of all these people getting refunds and uh it being removed from the store people are upset that they don't get to keep the game following the refunds i get i get this logic because like i mean i guess that's a thing that we're coming to now because if you really think about it if you're gonna go to a place to get fast food or something like that in a sense sometimes like i know for where i work and stuff like that typically if someone wants where we work i know uh and it's been at the prevalent places where I've worked beforehand. Um, yeah, like we worked at the same pl- same two different places. Um, yeah, yeah. Over, same franchise, same two franchise too. Yeah, different locations, but also the one before that that deals with bread. Yeah, we worked at the same one. Yeah, there. yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, during those ones, you get the people that are like, okay, can I get a refund? Okay, sure. Um, but also you can get free food or something like that with it. It's, it's just like, okay, well, I expect more. Well, it's not food. You know what I I mean? Like 
And you can't refund the game and then expect to get a better version of the game back because it doesn't exist. It's expecting more is yeah. what it is. And I, it's kind of stupid to have that kind of logic. Because if you you got to te- play test a game, you didn't like it, refund it, you don't have to keep it anymore. It's rare that video games get refunds. Yeah. Period. Yeah, so Once no. you buy a video game, you cannot refund it. Did you like, know... I, I read into this. GameStop is taking <clears throat> Cyberpunk refunds now. Yes, they are. Yeah, giving it, <laughs> taking it and giving it back for ten dollars. Uh, but apparently, they're also taking the open discs too. Like, yeah, 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 like so. the physical copies as uh-huh. well. Yeah. yeah, they're taking them all back. Yep. Like so, we'll see. We'll see in a month or so what, what the actual sales were after removing all the refunds. Because I, I feel like they've been refunded probably a good million. I get why this is such a big big deal because this game was overhyped it Mm -hmm. was it's made by a company that made one of the best games i've ever played and personally to me this is i feel one of the best games ever produced in the past decade or so um like and it's just like it's so there was this a lot of speculation this lot of uh hype this lot of uh oh okay uh, the standpoints that you have to meet. And that's what the management was... Like, they, apparently the developer... Some of the developers uh, said, or there was these things that said about it. I could go on and on about this, but I learned right. about this stuff. Um, the developer said, okay, they met these un, unmanaged time, uh, time uh, dates. Like, the dates were way f- fucked up. Uh, the developers were pushed to working 100-hour weeks and stuff like that. Yeah, like, like it, it, was, it, it was fucked up. It was really bad because... I get why this game was an overhyped game. This game also had a lot of stuff building for it um, because they're building an entirely new game from the ground up. Plus, this is a game that I have never seen made like any other game before. Right. And um, like in the genre setting of it, pretty much like an open world cyberpunk game. That's something yet. I don't think has ever been done before. Uh, so it was, it was a big speculation, big buildup and it just didn't, turn out the way they wanted it to because they should have pushed it off and uh waited that's what i wish they did because you know what yeah. it, that trailer when it first came out in 2013 the cinematic trailer at the end it said it will come out when it's ready it came out when it wasn't ready so yeah <laughs> <laughs> ain't that the fucking truth i know man. but yeah that's just the the tidbit of cyberpunk that we have going on uh for this week uh we'll probably hear more about it later on um, I'm pro. I'm more than likely gonna play it because this is a game that I've been anticipating for a while, and I'll get it either way. if I get it for Christmas, if I get it for my birthday. That's in like two months after Christmas. If I get it for uh, on my own for money that I have just expendable, who knows? But I'm not gonna buy it. Like I didn't. I'm yeah. Yeah. Like I, 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 it's rare I buy anything brand new. Well, I mean, you did buy Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and it still had its glitches. It still had its glitches, but you it know, is a but fun they're game. really working it out. Yeah, like, and we will talk about more Assassin's Creed Valhalla later on. Exactly. Um, but uh, moving on. Yeah. Um, so the Epic Game Store is once again doing their holiday uh, giveaway of games, essentially. But the one that's staying constantly throughout is Alien Isolation. And it's going to be free on PC until this Tuesday. I've played a bit of Alien Isolation. That shit freaks I know, me out. I know. You would, you would have a hard time playing. Oh, oh no, no. I, I watched... I, what, where did I watch? I watched PewDiePie's walkthrough, and I got scared. Like... 
I I jumped like several times. I can play it for free on Xbox Game Pass right now if I really wanted to hurt myself mentally and uh, physically because See, I I just I, don't. It's it I I've played horror games. I enjoy horror games. My favorite one probably being is Outlast. Outlast is one of those great ones and that one scared the fucking shit out of me. But yeah. uh I've also played Slender when it came out. Like I've I played horror games before, so it's not something I, I'm not new to. Yeah. Um, but Alien Isolation scares me because you're alone and you don't know where the alien is going to come out at. And they come out of the vent. They come out of the ceiling. They can run after you, which is even more terrifying. Run after when you. When I watched PewDiePie play it, he played it with a heartbeat monitor on, and if your heart beats too fast, it can sense you. It can sense you too. Yep. It's, Fuck that. it's because the, the AI for that is so complex. It is a very complex AI. I remember watching a video that talks about like what they did to develop this very smart AI to make it feel like it's actually re- uh, learning, remembering. Like that's a thing. As you play the game, it will learn your what your patterns do. It learns with what like with you. And that's yeah. a scary feeling. The thing. It is a scary feeling. Like the game was scary. Yeah, so like, yeah, but it, it's free on PC uh, <laughs> until on <laughs> PC. If you guys want to shit yourselves, but um, <laughs> the the lit the games list that got released, some of these have dates have come and gone. But I'm just gonna read the full uh, Epic Games list. You might rem- might know some of them. You might not. A few, a majority of them are obscure games, but yeah, yeah. So City Skylines, Oddworld, New and Tasty, The Long Dark, Defense Grid One. Alien Isolation, Metro 2033, Tropico 5, which I actually really wanted, wanted, but I think I missed the date on. Uh, I know. Like, it's like a dictator. Uh, I know what Tropico is. I love Tropico. Yeah. It's so fun. But um, Inside, Darkest Dungeon, My Time in Portia, Night in the Woods, Stranded Deep, Solitarica, Torchlight 2, and Jurassic World Evolution. Okay. Nice. Yeah. By the way, Tropico is a dictator simulator. I just had to figure out how to word it. That's pretty. It's much a dictator it. dictator simulator. Yeah, yeah that's pretty so much what it does. It's it's really fun. Yeah. And I hope you guys check out Epic Games free free games. Yeah. Um, but onto a game that uh, we, we haven't talked about in a minute yeah. because neither one of us have been fucking playing because we're busy with life busy with life and i got addicted to a different game but i'm probably going to go back for into this because this is an event for assassin's creed valhalla yeah so assassin's creed valhalla gets a festive uh yule event yeah and it runs from the 17th of december to january 7th um it's now live and it brings like festive changes to your uh to raventhorpe ravenstorm uh along with revelers uh and a variety of Yuletide activities to keep you entertained, including drunken brawls, archery challenges, and more. Uh, taking part in these activities earned you Yule tokens, which can be redeemed for a range of goodies in the festival shop. Yes, and I have I, I li- talked to you about the list before that we came back. Yep. Um, but there is an outfit set called the uh, Madranit. Nit? I'm I'm Madrinit. I'm uh, it's ma- it's Madrinit ceremonial outfit tattoo set, uh, ceremonial sex, which is like a short sword and shield, and then you also get the trim- you get these other things, which I'm pretty sure or for are for your uh, camp, uh, the traditional Yule garland, sacrificial altar, ritual tree ornaments, cozy fire pit, and a Yule beech tree. 
yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I'm looking through these things. It looks cool. Um, I, uh, I Hell's Damnation theme is available via the store. Yeah, I want you to look at this one. This is a, a the Niflheim theme. It looks pretty dope. Plus, your uh, Sinjin is a is a fucking dragon. 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 He's a tiny, tiny dragon. I love the tiny dragon. Yeah, he's so cool. But yeah, that's just a, an update for Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I'm probably gonna get back into it. Ooh, like River Raid update. River Raid update. What is that? Oh, God. New game mode called River Raid will keep you busy with not one, not two, but three new and replayable maps. They'll be brimming with new gear, silver runes, books of knowledge, and much more. Wait, what? What is this? And you'll want to build the new Yams Viking Hall in your expanded settlement so that you can recruit more Yams Vikings with you to take to these River Raids. That is awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> that was like the little... I didn't even know one. about that, but that that's cool. That was the last little piece down there at the bottom that you probably just looked over. Yeah. But yeah, no, that's really exciting, actually. Yeah, I'll have to get back into Valhalla. I know. Like, yeah. I definitely... I don't even know. I think where I left off is Sussex. Like, I was just about to go to Sussex. I did beat Sussex, and I'm in Essex. No, I know where I am. I am in Jotunheim. I skipped past Jotunheim because I wasn't uh, high enough level personally. I like being like ten levels above, oh, no, like whatever I'm above. doing. It's one twenty. It's one. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, it's like one, like one ninety. Is it? Yeah. Oh, like well, at that's... the be- no, when you start, it starts at one twenty. But then if you look, it's it's either one seventy or one ninety. Oh, like okay. it, it changes after you do like the first mission. Oh, okay. Well, I'm still high enough level. I'm gonna, like. 205 or something same i'm like 208 no, 210 no, now, now i know where i am i'm at like 250 i remember i ju- yeah. i beat one of the new legendary uh beasts um i beat the corpse feeders nice. the three wolves um but the thing is there's a glitch that's going on within your longhouse which doesn't present some of the animal heads so um that's an issue. I Hopefully that update gets fixed. I don't know. I just saw that that was an issue because I beat them, and it says it's displayed in my longhouse, and they're not being displayed. So. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. But Gotta love those glitches. Yeah. It's Gotta just, love it's, those it's, patches. It's, 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 it's an issue, so they're going to fix it. I'm probably not going to fight any of the other beasts because apparently they're all level 250 and up. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Yeah, that's why I was saving the sisters too. Oh, the sisters are pretty easy. I mean, their first two, I think the 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 young the lowest level is one sixty, and the next one is like two hundred, and the one above that is like three forty. But they all, I figured out what they do. They all give you a sword, and those swords all go to this one area in that area. I think it's East Angua is where it is. Um, it all goes to this one part of the map where you get this certain set. And you have to go underground, and you stab these swords in this dude, and it opens up, and you get this uh, cool armor set. Well, no, actually, each one that you kill, you get a piece of Thor's armor. Thor's armor. Yeah, you get a piece and of Thor's you... armor, and then you take like their little daggers, yeah. and it gives you the last piece of Thor's armor. And then you have to beat the game. Uh, you have to beat the whole story mode before you can go back to Norway and get Thor's hammer. Really? Yes. Okay, so you've done more research than I. I have. I forgot about the Thor's. Thor I only stuff. know this because my friend Brandon up in Pennsylvania, he got the game too, and he went out of his way to go through all of like the caves, like to get all of the stuff to get Excalibur. Yeah. He already has Excalibur. Excalibur. What for? Where? Wait. Wait. Where is this? 
in the game. Like, uh, is it in like you have, the you game, have to game go... or is it in Jotunheim Asgard? No, it's in the game. Oh gosh! Like you have to go like to the to the six like hidden caves that are all located all over England, and mm. then once you collect all of those, then you can like get Excalibur. Are they hidden tablets? Yes. Oh, like the little. Stone I've been ones. I've been collecting. I, have, like, I think I have them. two of them. Yeah, two or three or something like I that. I have two of them. Okay. But uh, you collect like six stone tablets, and then you put them all together like at like an offering site, and then you could pull like Excalibur. Out. Oh my fucking god, dude! Yeah, and did you know that you can at the end of the game you can dual wield Excalibur and Mjolnir? Yeah, nice. Because like you get, I I have the sword. This uh this um skill it's a skill that makes you dual wield heavy weapons well yeah um, i have that too yeah i've been dual wielding a sword and a long sword um yeah so i like and i set my sword on fire and i slash people with <laughs> yeah but oh no i the, just the sepulcher axe yeah i like that sets sepulchre i told you about the sepulcher axe it's yeah. a, a gold axe that sets people on fire yep. now i'm dual wielding two long swords <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, moving on from Assassin's Creed down to Discord. Discord. We're now in Discord. Uh, just a, it's just like a little tidbit here. Like sometimes I get really uh, pulled in by some articles, but this one really got me. Uh, Discord is reportedly valued at seven billion dollars, and um, that's a significant amount because it's worth more than some game companies now. Mm-hmm. Um. It's used for it's, pretty much everything. It's bigger than Bethesda, uh, and bigger than studios like 2K, which is $3.22 billion, or Capcom, which is $3.44 billion. I mean, it, yeah. Now, here, here's the thing. Discord is pretty much used for everything. It is used now. For, used for, yes, now. It's used for streaming. It's used for commentary. It's used for just chatting and playing along with friends. It's used for business deal. Like, it's used for everything yeah 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 so um ubisoft like we, we were just talking about assassin's creed mm-hmm. ubisoft is worth 11 billion to put that into perspective ea is 22 billion Ugh. boo uh blizzard is 30 million mm-hmm. and uh like it compared to other companies like slack which is like how uh programmers share code essentially mm. um slack is worth 27.7 billion wow yeah, so um, it still has a while to go, but it's a really wealthy, profitable company. Yeah, no, that I everybody can see should it. be involved in. And speaking of Discord, if you guys haven't joined us on Discord, uh, go ahead and to look at look into the description of this video. And in every video that we have, we include a Discord link. Join us on Discord. That's where we put all of our links uh, for all of the stories that we talk about and all of the references to everything that we talk about, yeah. really. So uh, you guys should definitely check that out. Check out that link. Yep. But uh, moving on past Discord. We're moving into Nintendo. Yes. Nintendo has been kind of a controversial character this year. Um, I think last week we talked about free melee, hashtag free melee, which is basically they're shutting down melee tournaments or tournaments in general for, well, uh, a mod that makes it so uh, Melee and Brawl and stuff like older Smash games can uh, have tournaments and stuff like that online, and they shut down the entire thing completely. And now they're taking down mods from other places. They shut down another tournament for like uh, like an hour in because <clears throat> people were chanting hashtag free Melee and stuff like that. Um, they're also doing some really sketchy shit 
uh, with like uh, their new games and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, but um, this is just something I found found interesting. Like we usually do, find stuff interesting to us. Uh, Switch leaks uncover more original plans for the console, including Street Pass, back backwards compatibility, and more. So this is just a small thing I found. Apparently, uh, this Nintendo leak has surfaced online that contains early plans for the Nintendo Switch from 2014. Um, before the system was finalized. Uh, in the leak, we can see early design concepts for the console, along with plans to originally include a street pass, backwards compatibility, and more. Uh, the leaks were supposedly originally posted on 4chan, of course, uh, and have been since shared by a number of Twitter users. Uh, you can probably click on the link and look at this thing. It's It looks like... Uh, um, it's in the shape of a PSP. It shows you... It should show you. There it is. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like a PSP. Yeah, like I said, it's in the shape of PSP. I think there's just... It's early concept designs. Um, it was supposed to be closer to the design of the Nintendo 3DS, containing features like 3D video, backwards compatibility, street pass, spot pass, and a pedometer. Um, yeah, so... Uh, I just think it was something I found interesting because there wasn't really a lot to talk about in the world of games and new and movies and stuff since Christmas time is around. Yeah, Christmas time is around, so it makes it a little bit harder because nothing really releases yeah. new. Like, come January, we'll be hearing a bunch of news about what's happened over the Christmas break, you know? Oh, yeah, lots but, of stuff. Uh, because people are just spending time with either family or themselves or whatever they're doing for... or Well, whatever they're doing for... Not just not for Christmas, but Mary in, Chrysler. The in the holidays and since. Like, yes, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, <laughs> Ramadan, <laughs> Yule, Yule, whatever you guys yeah. celebrate, you yeah. know? Uh, hopefully it's all merry and having good times, but yeah, that's just something I found. Uh, moving on. So on moving our last, on to our, on our final last, piece. So this is another today. console. Well, okay. Before we talk about this, I feel like a while ago. I think this was on the episode where my mic was just shit consistently. I talked about the Bud Light console. Yeah, the Bud Light console. <laughs> it is a console that looks like a six pack of Bud Light and cools two beers and only has six games on it, including Soul Calibur 5 and Tekken 7. What the <laughs> fuck was that, dude? Like, is this real life? And it projects the stuff on. It doesn't. It, it's, it doesn't. You don't hook it up. It projects. It has a projector in the console to project it. Um, now another company is trying to boast at making a console as well, and that is KFC. Yeah. KFC has in, been in the limelight for the past year or so because in the last year they made Crocs that are KFC with ch chicken uh, attachments to them as well. They also did the KFC Romance uh, that <laughs> aired on Lifetime um, and all that. <laughs> <laughs> Highlighting that one word. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so KFC is f now actually working on making a console. The fast food chain KFC has launched a new Intel-powered game console that comes with a built-in chicken chamber. Wait, wait, oh, yeah. Wait, put wait, it wait. on. Put it Say on. it one more time. Chicken, chicken chamber. chamber. <laughs> and it keeps your snacks warm. Yeah. Yeah, this is this KFC console is a part of a partnership with the hardware manufacturer Cooler Master. KFC said in a statement on Tuesday, the bargain bucket shape Bargain bucket shape machine. It is it is in the shape of a bargain bucket. Uh features the world's first built-in chicken chamber which is a knitted 
which is knitted out to keep its contents hot, ready, and for consumption during intense gaming <laughs> sessions. Your chicken will be kept hot thanks to the custom built. You're designing the chicken chamber words. Um, I don't it, like that they use the word chicken chamber. I don't know what else they would use. I don't know either. Like, but it says an area to warm your snacks, and instead they just wrote fucking chicken chamber. Yeah, your chicken will be kept hot thanks to the custom-built cooling system that keeps the console hardware at a regular temperature while using heat produced by its components to warm the chicken chamber. But okay, so the, also the specs on this are fucking insane. Now, it's not shit like the Bud Light one. It's gonna not be. shit. Like that's what the scary part is. Is that this might be the best gaming console that's on the market. It's the best gaming console that is not made by a big gaming company. This is this console. The console ha- can handle virtual reality games and offer smooth gameplay thanks to the 240 Why? frames per second rate and 4K display compatibility. According to the details, the machine, the machine. Okay, there's other stuff about this. Like, there's more in this. Um, what else? Oh, yeah. Other specs... What do you mean there's something else besides the chicken chamber? Oh, yeah, no. The chicken chamber is the highlight, but this is more... I don't like that they the- fucking called it a chicken chamber. Like- <laughs> the other specs include a Intel 9 Extreme Compute Element and two Seagate 1 terabyte SSD drives for That's storage. That's clucking crazy. <laughs> Stop. You need to stop. We had this issue last time with you making puns, and now you're bringing it back? <laughs> Oh. oh man, this I I I bet this thing is going to be like a well over a thousand dollars. I'm going to crispy cry in my chicken chamber. <laughs> All right. Um, in the link, you guys definitely need to check this out. I'm in pain. Uh, no, I can tell. You've been in pain for the past few days. Uh, but yeah, this this thing is wild. It yeah, is. Much. It is. It's crazy, and I hope it never happens again. <laughs> Stop it, goddammit. We don't need any more. It, it, it is the combination no one asked for where games and food come together. Which has happened in the past. Suddenly, my nipples are hard. <laughs> which has happened in the past, but not at this extent where your f- meals are hot and ready to go while you're gaming. <laughs> All right. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, guys, we have a bonus episode after this, and uh, it's going to be all about The Mandalorian Season 2 spoilers, so I hope you guys really do stick around for that. Yes. But as for our normal uh, weekly stuff, we are wrapping up right now. I mean, I would love to do a a KFC romance spitting spoilers, but you're like, no. No, No, that would require me to watch it. I know. It's only 15 minutes long. It's only 15 minutes long. 15 minutes of my life that I'll never fucking get back, Zach. (laughs) Like, (laughs) oh, God. All right, you guys. uh, Actually, Zach, do you have any uh, piece of information that you wanted to give us this week uh, to set us off and uh, get us all excited until next week, and <laughs> hopefully it's not about a, a, a kid in a cox. So, <laughs> uh, keep your meals hot and ready with the built-in chicken chamber. Oh Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> yeah, guys, keep your fucking meals hot with your chicken chamber. It'll be a a, a finger licking finger licking clucking crying good time, guys. Yeah, while you're gaming too. 
Uh, the, oh my god! I don't know. Uh, the Dream Daddy Simulator of KFC that came out like a few years ago. I don't like that you said Dream Daddy Simulator. It is. It on is. On that note, guys, we're going to end this podcast. Uh. Talk to you next time. Yeah, see you later. Thanks for listening to the Spitting Nonsense Podcast. If you enjoyed anything we talked about and want to support or talk to us, we have included all the links you need at the Spitting Nonsense Podcast on Discord. The link is posted in the description. Thanks again for listening.